Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're playing fantasy football, I just found this app on Reddit. It's called SleeperBot. SleeperBot, B-O-T, SleeperBot. I highly recommend you check this out right now if you're into fantasy sports. And do yourself a favor. Don't tell the other people in your league about SleeperBot, all right? This, 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 this app, it, it gives you uh, alerts and updates and injury reports and roster changes that will help you kick fucking ass in fantasy football. They were the first ones to break important information the first week of the NFL season this year. All right, there's chats and there's shit-talking places on there for lunatics like myself 24-7. It's called sleeperbot.com, all right? And it works on iOS, iPhones, Android, and trust me, check it out and enjoy all the information at sleeperbot.com, S-L-E-E-P-E-R-B-O-T, sleeperbot.com. Check it out. Ah, yes, yes, yes. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast, and you're listening to the sound of a very, 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 very happy fantasy football fucking ass kicker named Michael Rappaport. And this sound, ah, you fuck you, is the sound I made when I just got finished 
kicking the dick snot out of J.D. Harmeyer from the fucking Stern Show in fucking Stern Show fantasy football. J.D., you mumbling, stuttering, stammering fuck you. You took it up the ass like a real champion, you motherfucker, you. You were real cocky. You got that fucking Rob Gronkowski who plays with that fuck Tom Brady and his chin cleft and his big blue eyes and his supermodel wife. And you've been stomping everybody's ass the first three weeks. But then you came across me, the owner of Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. A History of Violence, a.k.a. There Will Be Blood. And we did it. We beat the shit out of you. And my quarterback didn't even take the field. I could have sat Aaron Rodgers. If it was up to me and I was running things at the Green Bay Packers organization, I would have said, Aaron Rodgers, no need to play the fucking game. Sit out. And he would have been like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I have a game to play. And I would have said, no, you don't. Rappaport's Delight already beat the shit out of JD in fantasy football. <sighs> so I was, I was predicted to lose this game, but I came back and won the fucking game easily, easily this week in fantasy football. So that makes me and Rappaport's Delight, and we know I don't do it alone because there's no I in team, 3-0 and as of... Uh, as of this season, I am three and fucking O, and I'm really happy about it. So I wanted to start things off uh, with that. <clears throat> We're going to call my man G Monetti, G Moody, a.k.a. the Black Ed McMahon, which is cool because now they're calling me the White Arsenio Hall, which I fucking love. I love that. I never thought that, that, that I would get that uh, comparison but they are now calling me, Michael Rapport, the White Arsenio Hall, and my co-host, the Black Ed McMahon. So things are good here at the Iron Rapport Podcast. Uh, you know, I just came back from my Mexican vacation. It was great. I had a great time. It was a fun time. Uh, I have mixed feelings about vacation. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, I got too much going on in my head. But sometimes it's hard to vacation uh, because then you come home and you need some sort of vacation from your vacation. It takes a couple of days to, 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 to get back in line. Like, it takes a couple of days to, to fall into the vacation mode. Like, as soon as I get to anywhere, whenever I go on vacation, I'm like, this sucks, let's get the fuck out of here. But then uh, I fell into the beach mode, the jungle mode that was uh, going on down there in uh, Mexico and had a great time. And as I told you, there's, there were many adventures that, that I, I, I was... Uh, Coming upon, seeing, and uh, dealing with. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing I will tell you is there's some sort of global warming down uh, at the Gulf of Mexico. And apparently it's in Costa Rica and Dominican Republic because the fucking beaches are polluted with seaweed. And these poor fucking guys are out there all fucking day trying to keep the beach um, in essentially a non-natural state. They're, they're there to, to keep the beach... Uh, uh, aesthetically good-looking for the tourists and the beachgoers. So all fucking day while you're at the beach, these gentlemen, these hard-working guys, are cleaning seaweed as it's coming in from the ocean. 
it's it's fucked up to watch because you're sitting there trying to relax on your vacation and then you're feeling like fuck i feel like a guilty uh privileged piece of shit because these fucking guys are out here in the heat cleaning the seaweed as it comes in from the ocean from morning till afternoon every day and I don't know where the fuck Al Gore is. I don't know the, where the fuck Leonardo DiCaprio is and all the other global warming people. Vice magazine. I don't know where the fuck you guys are, but I'm breaking the fucking story here at the I Am Rapport podcast that some crazy shit is going on at the beach. Mounds and mounds and fucking mounds of seaweed floods the beaches. All right. In the Caribbean, down in Mexico, all fucking day. And it really is, it's a, it's a real mind fuck, because you're sitting there, you got your fucking drink in your hand, your sunglasses on, I got, I got my music, I got Soul Beach down there, and, uh, you know, I always bring my music to the beach, I play that good shit, soul, jazz, Latin, reggae, all fucking day. And I'm trying to relax, I got my sunblock caked on, piled on, and, and, and these dudes who for some reason, the, I guess the reason why they wear long sleeve shirts and long sleeve pants are, are to protect them from the sun. And they're out there fucking sweating their balls off all day. Somebody needs to do an expose. Call up 60 Minutes. Call somebody. Bill Maher. Who, who's going to be the, the, the sole person to win um, famous white people with no lips this week? Uh, Bill Maher actually has one lip. Not two lips. So he, he categorically, he, he's somewhere in the middle, but he is desperately in need of a top lip. Check, check out Bill Maher. I, I like Bill Maher. I fuck with Bill Maher. Um, I've always felt that his face looks like it was made uh, out of clay or, or, or Play-Doh. Like his shit is claymation. Like it's stop, stop action animated. His, his grill piece. It's all fucked up. It looks like he could take his nose off and replace it with another nose. And, and they, 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 they paced him out on, on, on the, the Bill Maher show on HBO. Um, but something you can't do, I don't know if he could switch noses, uh, you know, uh, the way it looks like some Mr. Potato Head shit. Looks like he could take his nose off and, and, and put a different style nose on. The one thing he cannot do is, 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 is fix that upper lip. This shit is MIA and it's non-existent. So Bill Maher, um, who I do like, uh, you are the sole proprietor of famous white people with no fucking lips. This is a random thing uh, that, that, that I wanted to point out that Anthony Davis, and I'm not getting into M- any NBA stuff because uh, when, when the NBA season comes, you know, I, I go crazy, especially NBA and NFL when they're both in full effect. But my man, Anthony Davis, who's 22 years old and he's six foot 11, he's a, he's a, He's a rising star in the NBA, if you don't know who he is. He's called the unibrow. He's the guy with the one brow. Great basketball player, great dude. Uh, I've met him, super nice. But I'm concerned because this fucking guy just did something that, it seems like when anybody does this, things go awry. So Anthony Davis just signed a multi-year, $145 million contract extension, and he deserves it. He's awesome. He plays for the New uh, New Orleans Pelicans. He's a superstar and this fucking guy uh, bought a 120-pound monkey, a chimpanzee. And uh, I, 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 listen, when you think about people buying monkeys, you think about Michael Jackson, and we all know how that ended. And you also think about uh, Justin Bieber, and he had something with a monkey, I believe. And 
I don't know. I feel like Johnny Depp owned a monkey, uh, and 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 fucking maybe Marlon Brando owned a monkey. And I would love to own a monkey, but I'm not fucking crazy enough to ever buy a, a, a fucking monkey because number one, it's a monkey, and, and and you're not. And number two, monkeys should be living in the in in the fucking wilderness, and 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 Anthony Davis is is not just like Michael Jackson was not, and and Justin Bieber never did. Uh, who I fuck with, hard body karate. I do fuck with Justin Bieber. But the monkey thing, I would have advised uh, him to do this differently. And now I'm advising you, Anthony Davis, to fucking support and raise that monkey and get it back with its fucking family to the zoo or the jungle, wherever the fuck it came from. Donate some fucking money to the rest of the monkeys and, and do yourself a favor because one day that monkey will turn on you and scratch that fucking eyebrow off your face. And it'll do it out of love. It won't think it's doing it to harm your fucking, your grill piece. But that, that monkey will, will do something to you because it's a monkey. Okay, it's a, it's a chimpanzee. So do yourself a favor before things go awry and, and get that monkey back to uh, where the fuck it should be. Because uh, I, I, it might affect, it might not affect uh, you right away. But at some point, buying a monkey will come back to bite you in the ass. It, it, it always does. It, it, no one's ever walked away from buying a monkey and things have, uh, things have been sweet. Shit, shit is not sweet at some point when you, when you own uh, uh, chimpanzees. All right? This is the Iron Rapport Podcast. All right, this episode of the Iron Rapport Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building a dope-ass website today at squarespace.com. And if you enter the promo code RAPAPORT, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, at checkout, you get 10% off. Squarespace has a state-of-the-art technology to ensure security and stability so your online presence and your online information is safe and secure. Millions of people literally use Squarespace. Starts at 8 bucks a month, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial today with no credit card needed. Go to squarespace.com and make sure you use the promo code RAPAPORT, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, to save 10% off. Everybody needs an online presence, and this is the easiest, simplest, cheapest, and most secure way to start that, all right? Trust me, if I could do it, you could do it. It's that easy. It's that simple. It's that user-friendly. Go to squarespace.com and remember to enter the promo code RAPAPORT, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, when you check out and get 10% off. All right, this is the Iron Rapport Podcast. So what we're going to do on this, uh, this episode today is I'm going to call up my man Gene Monetti, a.k.a. the Black Ed McMahon, a.k.a. Gerald Moody, who still has a measly 1,000-something Twitter followers. Yo, people. G. Monetti deserves more people following him on Twitter. It's Gerald Moody, G-E-R-A-L-D-M-O-O-D-Y. G. Monetti. Follow this dude. All right, he's on the fucking Iron Rapport podcast every week. He's got no Twitter followers. It's, 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 it's embarrassing, not just to him, but to the Iron Rapport podcast in general. Okay? Check out my man G. Monetti, and uh, we're about to uh, call him right now. Yo. G Monetti, you are live on the I Am Rapport podcast. What up, man? Uh, you know, since uh, you've been called the, the black uh, Ed McMahon, you, you know what they're calling me now? What are they calling you? The uh, white Arsenio Hall. <laughs> what? Yeah, so, so that's pretty cool. I was proud of that because I, I fucked with Arsenio 
hard body yeah. karate. And, uh, you know, I always love his show. And I was sorry that his second show got canceled uh, when he came back. But uh, I- I'm glad to be called the White Arsenio Hall. And I'm glad to be called the Black Ed McMahon. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's what they call you. You know, it's like people, some people were like, well, did you invent that? I go, no, I didn't invent that. We didn't invent that. That's what the, the people are calling G. Monetti, the Black Ed McMahon. What the fuck? So yes, if, he, if he's the Black Ed McMahon, he's the Black Ed McMahon. You can't argue with the people. Yes, sir. So, so, so first thing I want to address is uh, uh, two episodes ago, because I think this is episode 89. So 88 was the uh, now uh, classic five mic edition of uh, uh, the Iron Rapport podcast, the All Mexico edition. And uh, 87, we, um, we asked some questions uh, to a guy. Now, we'll preface this. If you've never listened to the Iron Rapport podcast, we do, we do emphasize that we don't fact check. Uh, isn't that right, Mr. Moody? Yes, we don't fact check anything. No, we don't fact check anything. When when we're doing this, one of the one of the thrills of doing it is that we're we're, we're like it's like a tightrope. It's like walking across like Philippe Petit walking across the World Trade Center without any net. We're we're doing this. Uh, uh, how should I say it? Raw dog without a bag. Uh, yes, AKA sir. means we don't fact check. So a couple episodes ago, G Monetti um, asked some questions. Uh, to uh, uh, this guy, Sean King, who um, apparently, uh, we don't know now if he's uh, black, uh, half black, half white, but he's an activist, and I I think he does good work, and obviously has great intentions in in, in what he's doing, but it came out that this gentleman um, may not be exactly what he seems. So G. Monetti said, to get to the bottom of it, you asked uh, three uh, very, uh, very simple questions uh, that we thought he would be able to answer, and then one bonus question. Real quickly, what were those questions? Uh, what, uh, what is New Nile? And the answer is what? Quickly. New Nile, it, it grease, and it, it gets your waves rocking. Okay, number it, two, it, the second question was, uh, how do you get into the double dutch? How do you jump right. into the double dutch? Number three was, at a fish fry, what was the question? Uh... Um, what, what, at a fish fry, what, what, uh, fish do you bring to the fish fry? And we, we were asking this to Sean King because they were saying that this, this guy who spends a lot of time as a, as a black activist may actually be white. And then you gave a bonus question, which was, um, what do you do after you fried the fish? What do you do with the grease? Okay. So, so apparently Sean King, the actual Sean King heard that the Iron Rapport podcast asked these questions, and then he sent out a couple of tweets because he said uh, that he thought that we were shit, and he said we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't do our research, and, and um, we, we, we do preface every episode by saying we don't fact check, a.k.a. we don't do any research. So he was angry about that. He said our, our show sucks, fuck you, um, and then he said ICMYI, fuck you. What the fuck is that? I don't know. That's some hipster shit. He said that, and then I said, I, I responded to him because I was like, oh, shit, Sean King heard us. And then I said, uh, well, we don't fact check at the Iron Rapport podcast, and we don't speak hipster talk because that ICMY shit, I, I don't know what the fuck it is, that's, that's hipster shit. That's coded yes, hipster elite. And then he said, uh, here's my whole story, blah, 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 your show sucks, and fuck you again. To which I said um, something to the effect of, I don't know, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. And then I said... Uh, suck a dick cracker. Um, and, and, and then he deleted his tweets that he sent to me. 
and G Monetti and the I Am Rapport podcast. He deleted them. He blocked them. And then Sean King sent out another tweet saying, uh, Michael Rappaport uh, just called me a cracker and then went on. He used a really fancy word. He's a, he's a writer. He used some fancy words, some bright. Tra- I don't know what the fucking word he said. And then uh, he, I went on basically a rant questioning his blackness. And then he said oh. Twilight Zone shit. And then so so and but he didn't keep the tweets that where he attacked the I Am Rapport podcast. So I want the rapper pack. Now, I don't want you guys to do anything, say anything racial. I don't want you, I don't want to hear like, I don't want like Rapid Pack people coming out being like, you black motherfucker, you this, saying crazy shit that we don't believe in at the Iron Rapper Podcast because that's just, a, but you can tweet Sean King and be like, yo, uh, you cotton candied colored cocksucker. Um, we don't know if you're <laughs> black or white, but you know, you, you know, you, we, we know that you sent out tweets shitting on the Iron Rapport podcast and G Monetti, who is actually black. Uh, aren't you? Yo, rap, let me get at this motherfucker. Okay, go ahead. And we do 20 seconds. Yo, you know, you are white. Everybody knows you are white. Cut the bullshit, cut the shit money. You know Mr. Black College, Mr. Morehouse, Mr. This, money. You are a white guy, all right? Now, here we're going to go. Check this shit. Get us some fucking reparations, and then we will think about admitting you into the black situation. But until then, you don't give us no reparations. Fuck you. Uh, so so basically, Sean Sean White. I mean Sean King. His name is Sean King. I just call him Sean White, like the guy. But what the irony? Um, Sean yeah, King. Look, he look blocked us. He blocked us on fucking Twitter. So the rapper pack is now going to have to go on the rapper attack. Okay, so so go after this fucking guy and say we know you fucking tweeted some bullshit. He tried to make it look like I was like a racist, which is some always the fucking thing. Like, oh, isn't that crazy? Michael Rappaport, the big wigger, the big the big wigger in town. He's a racist. This is a twilight. No, you motherfucker. You listen to the podcast and then you fucking tweeted me and then I said this and then I and then I said you call you cracker. Now I'm calling you a cotton candy colored motherfucker. And I don't care if you're black or white. You still are a colored cotton candy looking motherfucker and that's it but i think it's great that you're doing the work in the community keep doing what you're doing but but you know and and listen we also give you a, an open invitation if you want to come tell your story uh to, to to the fans and explain yourself we give you an open invitation to the iron rapport podcast you could come out here we're not going to fly you out we've we offered to fly out the stripper uh uh the father of the stripper um and who else do we offer to fly out to the iron rapport podcast some crazy people the guy with the bionic dick we offered to fly him out my man with the 19 19- inch loaf we offered to fly him out the father of the the uh the girl who's stripping to go to college who who he cut off ties with we offered to fly him out but we're not flying you because you, you insulted us but if you want to discuss this we could discuss it other than that we're not fucking with you all right hey, Brett, uh, yeah Brett, one more thing one more thing before you go yo i'm not going man. We got, we're, we're in for the long haul today g monetti we got a long show ahead of us yo right everybody we went to black schools. You, Rappaport, you went to black schools. You went to MLK on 67th in Amsterdam, Erasmus Hall in Brooklyn. Everybody went to black schools. Now, this fucking guy is Mr. Black. Right. You didn't denounce your yarmulke. 
You're no. still Jewish. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and, and this fucking guy is just talking shit. He's talking greasy. And forget him. Let's go. All right. So anyway, so so Gmo Netty. So I'm gonna just tell the people what we're gonna get into. We're we're, we're getting into a long wig of please segment. Uh, we have a sick fuck of the week segment. Um, uh, man, there's so much to discuss. Um, we are creating. The, we're gonna put the we're gonna put the uh, the website up. We're gonna put the the link up with this episode. Something that we, we're calling cuff music, aka uh, loaf music, aka what? music to freak off to. On what? Spotify, you could go to my page and you could look up Michael Rappaport. And you can look up Cuff Music, a.k.a. Loaf Music. And we're putting up 50 joints to freak off to. Now, this is not to be confused with the other list of music that we're putting out in a few weeks called My Fuck Style is Buckwild, which will be a little bit more rough, rugged, and raw. But this is that Billy Paul, the OJs, uh, that Willie what? Hutch, that what? Isley Brothers. But rare yeah. shit. Like some shit you've heard, some shit you haven't. But if you can't get your lady in the mood, and women, if you can't get your men in the mood to make nice, sweet love with this list, then you got to look at the relationship. Because this music right here that we're putting up, cuff music, and you're like, what is cuff music? Spell it backwards. K-K-U-F-F. You got it? <laughs> Fuck music. Yeah, you see, I said it. I said it, but I don't like to use derogatory terms. I like to try to keep it PG, as PG-13 as we can here at the I Am Rapport podcast. But we're going to put that list up. It'll be on Spotify, all right? It'll be public. I'm going to put it with this with this episode. And and then G. Monetti is going to craft the my fuck style is Buckwild playlist, which we're going to put up in a few weeks. But I, I sincerely hope everybody... Checks this playlist out because when 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 you want to get it right and 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 this is the kind of music where you know you you can have a little wine, do your thing, have a little smoke, whatever you're into, whatever you're into, but you don't need all that. This let and and you might be like some of the songs you might be like, well, why are you putting this? If 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 the lyrics aren't talking to you, listen to the beat. Every song has been thought about and crafted, and and I'm gonna take you through the whole session. We could also call it session music. You know, I'm going to yeah. take you through the whole session. I, you know, so I'm going to put the list up in the order that I suggest it be played. So it's going to start slow, then it's going to pick up, then it's going to slow down, and then it's going to pick up again. Because I'm, not, I, I, I'm saying to dudes, like, yo, this isn't a five-minute playlist. This is an all-nighter. But it's sweet love-making. This is cry-together. Yeah. You know, this is, this is feel-good-together music, and it's going to be up on Spotify under Michael Rappaport, on my name is up there. It's open, and you're gonna be able to check it out. Cuff music, aka loaf music, aka yeah. music to freak off to. This is I am Rappaport podcast. Great sneakers is the first sneaker brand from Brooklyn, New York. Greats is a direct to the consumer sneaker brand that's redefining the sneaker business. They eliminate the middleman to save the customer money by selling to you at greats.com. I'm telling you, these sneakers are comfortable, stylish, and made with premium materials. Check out all the sneakers at greats.com, and you could save 20% off when you use the promo code RAP, R-A-P. That's RAP, R-A-P. Go to greats.com. Guys like Marshawn Lynch and Kevin Durant also endorse great sneakers, all right? Marshawn Lynch just came out with the Beast Mode sneaker made exclusively by greats.com, all right? Made by great sneakers. Go to greats.com and save 20% by using the promo code RAP. Trust me, stylish, comfortable, low-key, flashy, but not too flashy. Greats.com. Go to greats.com. 
So, G Monetti, what, what, do you want to start or should I start? I mean, it's been a long start. time. I was, I was in fucking, I was in Mexico, you know, by myself. Uh, you know, you you weren't there to hold me down, and uh, you know, shit got crazy out there, man. I mean, yo, I almost got, I literally, almost got attacked by a bat. I saw that, man. I saw you put that on Instagram, man. That's yo, not a bullshit. Like, wrong, people bro. think, like, yo, that's real shit. A bat whizzed by my fucking head. I see, man. And then some what people the were like, oh, yo, you look out of shape, Mike Rap. You know, you got your shirt off. And I, I say to this, I say, I could drop 15 pounds, but you're still going to be you. You fuck you. <laughs> All right, I, I could drop yeah. 15 pounds, but you're still going to be playing video games on a Friday night. You fuck you. Four. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't nothing. You can pop shit all you want. All right, but, but the thing that, let, let, let's just jump into this. Right. So some of these things have been discussed. We're, we're always late to the party. We, we never break news. That's one thing I'll say about the Iron Rapport podcast. We're always late to the party. But, okay, th- this is one thing that got my attention while I was in Mexico. There was a trans woman, a trans woman who was a woman who used to be a man. You have to, you have to make sure you explain these things because it gets confusing. But it was a woman who used to be a man in, in, in Orlando who went to the airport. Her name is Shady. That's her name, Shady, S-H-A-D-I. Could that be Shady? I think it's Shady. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is, Shady or Shady? Shady, Shady uh-huh. Petowski. So just she was – just, just call it anything. Shady. I'm calling her Shady. So she, she was in the Orlando airport, and when she was going through the TSA thing, uh, the TSA people freaked out because when they went through the full body scan, they, they, they saw something that, uh, that was, a, it, it was an anomaly. This is their words uh, for a woman, meaning that they, it was something that looked unusual for a woman because this, Shady was dressed as a woman. And, and they were like, what the fuck is going on? And, and, I, and I, I'm pretty sure the TSA people handled this wrong, which will right. bring me to my second point. But, but then they said, what's going on to Shady? And then Shady, who's a woman, now this is where it gets really confusing. Shady said, that, that right there that you, you, you're finding on the scanner, that's, that's my penis. Oh. Okay, see well, now. Well, you ain't no woman. See, that, that's, the, that's, that's the problem. That's the thing you that's confusing. See, that's, see, in her mind, she's a woman. But, see, this is where we're getting into confusing territory. All right? We're getting into confusing territory. Because, now, if, 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 if you're going through the TSA thing, and you have breasts, and you have a dress on, and Shady looks like a nice-looking uh, lady, um, and then, who knows? Shady could have a, a, a pipe. Shady could have, a, a, you know, a baseball bat down there. Shady could have a blackjack. We don't know what Shady's got hanging between her legs. But the people said that they, they noticed something hanging between her legs, and, and they were like, what the fuck is that? And then finally, she said, that's my loaf. Right. And, right and, before, yeah. Why isn't that dick cut? If you're a woman, why isn't the dick cut? That's what I don't understand. That's what I don't understand. And if you expect TSA people to understand that a woman with full makeup on and a dress and beautiful breasts is coming through the TSA full body scan with a loaf hanging. And who knows how big her loaf is? She might have been packing heat. You don't ever know. So they see this, this let's just say, let's say see this, this formidable loaf, in, and they, they don't know what it is. It could be a bomb. It could be a fucking, you don't know what it is. 
So the TSA right. people, I'm, I'm assuming they handled this wrong. So they gave her a pat down. They gave her the, they, they said that they put her through the explosive material scare, uh, you know, procedures. <laughs> and it was a whole fucking thing. So I, I, again, I, you know, it's like this whole thing. It's the, 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 the reality of it is, is since Caitlyn Jenner has come out in my comings and goings throughout the world and in the United States, I have not seen up close and personal in my, in my comings and goings one transgender person, okay? I have not seen, or what, what appeared to be a, tra- maybe I did, but, but I haven't seen one. Have you seen any transgender people, G uh, Monetti? Yeah, hell yeah, I see them motherfuckers. Okay, okay, so I haven't seen them. But the thing is, is that just because Caitlyn Jenner, and just because uh, Laverne Cox, and just because it's being talked about on TV, doesn't mean that it's a, something that the average person is coming in contact with Every day. So when this right. the, and and the and the, the the TSA people, it's it's part of the rules. You need to bring your identifying uh, um, uh, form license, your 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 ID, which identifies your sexuality. Now, if you right. have tits and a loaf, I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what, what that is. I'm sorry. And you could say you're close-minded. You're this. I just don't know what that is. I have a loaf. Uh, I don't have breasts, and I am definitely a man. Well, um, and, 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 but I think that, you know, you're confusing people, and, and we're, we're playing around, we're playing with fire here. If you're thinking every single person and every, everyday people are going to know what to do with that. So I'm sorry yeah. that Shady was put through this. And, and again, I feel like, you know, it was probably handled wrong, and I'm sure it was very embarrassing. Well, what does she got in, her, in that penis where it would trigger the scan? You got some iron shit in there because you got to have iron shit in order for the shit to scan. And, and, and No, eat. no, they saw the shape. They saw the shape of it. Do you understand? In the oh. full body scan, they saw something hanging low. You know how you'd be like, yo, look, yo, I got something for you hanging low. Shady had oh. something hanging low. Oh, oh, money. Yo, you a dude, man. Cut that dick. See, they be bullshit. Cut the dick. You if gotta, you a woman, cut the dick. Cut the loaf. Stop playing. Cut it first. And then say, I'm a lady. And, and, and then say, uh, uh, you know, bring it to the TSA people and say, hey, you know what? You're being disrespectful. Here's my dick, okay? And it's in a Snapple jar. Fuck off. Word. And then the Word. TSA people, then you have a real case on your hand. But uh, yeah. until that time, you, it, it's just, the reality is, is that it's confusing. I'm sorry. That's just the reality of it. Word. And which was, brings me to another thing. And I didn't tell you I was going to bring this up, G. Monet. I want to hear your opinion. So Ronda Rousey, who, you know, she's been going back and forth with Floyd Mayweather. She's been talking about, uh, you know, how, you know, she's been talking greasy about Floyd and, oh. you know, dissing Floyd. And we've dissed Floyd. We, we called Floyd uh, Floyd Kardashian and, and, and all that. Hold on. Oh, I, I, I don't diss on Floyd. I don't diss Floyd. Bro. Okay, but I have. I, I've dissed Floyd. But... But anyway, we, we, we respect the shit out of Floyd. And then people are saying, you know, Dana White said that uh, Ronda Rousey, who's had, uh, I think, uh, 12 or 13 or 14 professional fights, would, ra- would ragdoll Floyd Mayweather in a fight. And this whole, this whole dialogue about would, would Ronda Rousey beat up Floyd Mayweather? Okay, and then so this conversation has been going on in the zeitgeist. Now, before we, I'm going to tell you what I'm throwing at you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, me and G. Monetti do not believe in, in hitting women or any of this stuff. But right. 
a, a former UFC fighter named Tank Abbott. I used to see him fight. Big, burly, fucking, you know, hairy chest. Not the kind of guy you want to meet in a dark alley. He said he would fight uh, Ronda Rousey for uh, $100,000, and he would kick that ass, and then after he kicks her ass, he would make her make, her make him a sandwich. And if she won the fight, you could keep the $100,000. And then everybody is up in arms because how could you say that about a woman? How could you do this? And, 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 and this is why you get into a slippery slope when you start talking about having men fight women. Okay, because then when the men says, you know what, I'd kick her ass, then what he's saying, he's a pig, he's a chauvinist, he, he's a scumbag, he's all this stuff. But Ronda Rousey is saying, you know, I could beat any man. She said, I think I could beat anybody in the world in a no-rules fight. And then this guy right. is saying, well, if I fought you, I would kick your ass, and then I'd also make you make me a sandwich. Now, obviously, this fight's never going to happen. Okay, this fight's right. never going to happen. And then, you know, Dana White, who, who I consider, uh, you know, uh, someone who I know, who's been real cool with me, he said, you know, that, you know, he, he's smoking weed and, you know, he's crazy and all this. But, but, but the problem is, is that, look, the reality is it, of it is, is if you talk about top rank, and then the people are saying, every time I discuss Ronda Rousey, everybody says, she'd kick your ass, Mike. She, this is not the discussion. She'd kick my ass. But see, but maybe, maybe she wouldn't. She, she, she probably would. I'd bet on her. But if she didn't and I happened to beat her up, then am I cool? Is, is, a, is a man cool for beating up Ronda Rousey? That's why you can't have these discussions. Because if you, if you actually do go through with it and you, you come out on top, then you just beat up a girl. It's a lose-lose situation for a guy. But, but I think right. that part of it is Ronda Rousey has been antagonized in this situation by you know, saying she could do this with Floyd and other people. You know, Dana White, who's the head of the UFC, is saying she would kick the shit out of Floyd and she would ragdoll him. What is your opinion about uh, this gentleman saying that he would whoop that ass and then make, her, uh, make him a sandwich? First of all, we shouldn't be talking about a woman fight motherfucker. Right. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, that woman could get her ass kicked by anybody. Right. In the street. By anybody. So, I don't even want to go into that type of shit because to hit a woman is a bad thing. Exactly. So, for her to be talking greasy like you could beat everybody, you can't beat nobody. Huh. You, are you, you saying... can't beat nobody. If, if a guy really want to whoop your ass, I could whoop your ass, Rhonda. <laughs> I could whoop your ass, drunk. <laughs> I could whoop Rhonda's ass, drunk. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, yo, forget her. She ain't beating nobody up. This is fucking propaganda. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's. It's. it's I don't like it. And they, they try to put that into the fucking uh into the uh the zeitgeist. The, yeah, that woman. That woman ain't beat nobody up. You you talking about you gonna beat up uh fucking Floyd? Floyd is done. He done. He done won, He done beat everybody. Just just chill, yo. Yeah, and, and, and to, to, just to even say that, it's so stupid. That whole comparison of boxing versus MMA and who's better and who's tougher, it's like comparing uh, golfers with baseball players. Like, if you can hit a baseball far, I mean, can you hit a golf ball far? It, it's just, Whoa. they're two different sports. You sound dumb.
You sound dumb. It's such a stupid. It's such a stupid comparison. Speaking of kicking ass. All right, I play in a season-long fantasy football league at the Stern Show, but now I am completely addicted in playing one-week fantasy football games at DraftKings.com. All right, I'm, I, I, I resisted it, but now I love it. All right, if you haven't played one-week fantasy football, go to DraftKings.com, start playing one-week fantasy football games, and you seriously have the chance to win millions of fucking dollars every single time you play. One-week fantasy football games, all right? This means every week you can play as many games as you want, create as many lineups as you want, and start turning your love of football and that quiet, humble, little degenerate gambler in you to seriously giving you the chance to win millions of dollars. Play responsibly. I make fun. I make light. But play responsibly. Have fun. You never know. It's the luck of the draw. But if you go to DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site, and use the promo code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, you get to start playing for free. Okay? Check it out. I love it. So I, another thing that, that that came to my attention, because it seems like every time uh, us at the Iron Rapport podcast, we, we talk about something, and then boom, presto boom, it, it becomes national news. So this week... Uh, now, a, a young girl, cute girl, uh, she's about 15 or 16-year-old girl, showed up to her, her school in Utah, white girl, little white girl, with her hair in dreadlocks. And, oh. uh, and, and, and the school said, uh, uh, cut them shits off. And, 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 I, and I think that the school was doing the cute little girl a favor because I, I, I've discussed... Uh, uh, white guys and white girls with dreadlocks before, and and basically I said you look like shit, Duke, and and and, and although the the, <laughs> the, the the girl's cute and she's in the and you should have a, a be able to express yourself, I think they're doing her a favor. Like fix it now before you have to cut all your shit off because you got blonde little dreadlocks, you look crazy, and, and she's this cute little girl. So I'm not talking about her, but 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 I understand why the school was. The, the, I don't think it was like you know. Uh, um, they were, uh, you know, discriminating. I think they were more or less doing her a favor, like, in the long term. Like, you look, you look nuts, little Casey. Yo, right. I saw that. I like how her shit looked, see? Oh, you like how Casey's dreadlocks I, look? I, you, but, but, you know, it's, it's, in Utah, it's 1% black people in Utah. 1%. So when you're rocking some shit like that, you can't do that. In Utah. Oh no, that's the wrong place to be doing that shit. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't. You can't have any blackness in Utah. You can't. You're not John Stockton. You're not fucking a who a Carl Malone. None of that. John Stockton. You can't do none of that. So that's why it's an uproar. It's a white girl, Mormon, and if you know Mormon shit, they that religion believes black people are cursed Damn. because of the skin color. Well, we don't know. Is she, is she a Mormon? Yes. In Utah, all these motherfuckers are Mormons. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, you know, that's, sometimes that's Gerald, sometimes Gmo Monetti, a.k.a. the black Ed McMahon, um, he, he doesn't speak uh, c- completely on behalf uh, of the Iron Rapport podcast because he just said <laughs> all those motherfuckers in Utah are, are Mormons. And I, I can't say that that's uh, necessarily true. G-Monetti. Well, uh, we don't fact check. So. No, we don't fact check. That is true. Um, uh, another thing that I thought was cool was, is there was a, a, a father and son. Uh, they got uh-huh. into a fight. 
because the son's a, a pothead. The, fa- the father's probably a fucking pothead. A 60-year-old, 62-year-old dude knocked his fucking son upside the head with an actual pot, with a cooking pot. They got into a what? fight over the son's the weed use. Uh, the, the gentleman's name is Juan Lopez, and they were arguing about the son's, uh, you know, you, too much use. He grabbed a pot from the stove and smacked the shit out of the son. Now, the average person would be like, damn, how could you do that to your son? But, but being the father of two sons, I can now say I, I, I could totally see how you could fucking wind up doing that shit. Because you yeah, love man. your kid so much. And if you see him fucking up and doing dumb shit, I could see how you could be pushed to fucking ball bat your son. Now, I'm not saying you want to hurt him and kill him. But smacking him upside the head with a pot every now and then, as right. long as it doesn't fucking like, you know, it doesn't, you know, get him feeble. But if it can knock some sense into him, because these kids... They think they know it all. They, I know we sound, know like, we, we sound crazy. You don't know shit. Because yeah. when I was 15 and then me and G Monetti were running around, I was dumber than ever. Dumber than ever. Me too. Doing the dumbest shit ever. And, and when you're 27, if you're stoned out of your tree all the time and you're living with your father, yeah, he's going to knock your fucking head out with a fucking pot every now and then. And I, he's going right. to smack you in the head with a pan. So... You know, first I was like, damn, how could you do that to your son? But, but now I thought about it. I was like, I could see how I could do that to my son. Now, I'm not That's saying right. I want to put him in the fucking hospital, but just to knock some fucking sense into him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word up. And uh, I, this what is What else you got, brother? I got a lot. Uh, I, this really bothered me on my vacation. So, so uh, Robert De Niro, we, we, we know what, the, what Bobby means to the I Am Rapport podcast. I mean... Bob De Niro is is the fabric of the I Am Rapport podcast. He he's like he, he he's like the concrete. So so Bobby D is promoting his new movie, The Intern, uh, which apparently he gives a great performance. And this uh, reporter named Emma Brox, she she obviously pissed off Bob, and Bob got up during the fucking interview, and uh you know he started pacing around. She said this. She said this. She she wrote about this later on. So not only did she piss Bob off, she went and snitched on Bob De Niro, who, who right. apparently didn't like her questions, which on paper they sound like regular questions, but I, I, I know this because, because I've been around Bob, and I know to be that great of, a, of an artist, you have to be ultra, ultra sensitive. And probably Bob didn't like your vibe. Maybe Bob didn't like your face, and not, not the aesthetics of it. Maybe he, he felt like there was some sort of you know, something behind your questions. And, and, and he got up during the interview. He was pacing around, and, uh, you know, he, he called her darling. And then she said to him, uh, I think you're being condescending. You, he, you said that to, to Bob De Niro. He's being condescending. But he, first of all, he's 72. So you need to respect this older gentleman. Number Whoa. two, if you were interviewing the fucking Pope, you'd be respectful. If you were interviewing Pablo Picasso... You'd be respectful. Whoa. You're interviewing one of the greatest living artists on this planet. If he doesn't Absolutely. feel comfortable with your questions, you keep it moving and you say, thank you for the time, Mr. De Niro. And he goes, Whoa. you don't go around writing about it, Miss Emma Brox. Okay, so yeah. Emma Brox, you, you, my friend, and this is a woman, you get a wig of please because you were disrespectful yeah. to Bob, to B.O.B., yeah. To Bob De Niro, okay? You with class, you piece of shit. You treat Bob De Niro with the fucking class. And if he doesn't like your, your vibe, if he doesn't like something about you, your face, maybe you smell funky, 
and maybe he was just uncomfortable, then he can leave. And you don't go tattletailing on Bob De Niro to further your, 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 career, your, your career and get your name out there. That's Bob fucking De Niro. You treat him with all the respect that he wants and that he deserves. Uh, uh, th- this guy, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about loafs and we talk about all loafs matter. And we talk about the, the upcoming loaf walk in 2016. And there was a guy, a British guy, who uh, took um, 35 Viagras. You Damn. stupid motherfucker, you. As a joke. And, 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 and he took 35 Viagras, and he, and he had a, 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 his, his, his loaf bricked up for five days. Mm. Now, now, I don't know if he was fucking something or, or what. He said he was doing it as a joke, but, but nobody wants to have that. Nobody wants that. Mm. And then he had to go to the hospital. He was hallucinating. Everything he saw was green. The paramedics didn't know what the fuck was going on with a man's loaf. And, and, and I just want to say, you know, it, it wasn't like a, a permanent erection, but it, five days of that shit. Can you imagine you, 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 your joint is, is, is bricked up for five, five days straight? Oh, man, I can, do, I can deal with that, bro. Yeah, so you, you, he, 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 you, you dumb fuck, you also get a wig of please. Word. It's the Iron Rapport Podcast, and we'll be right back. The I Am Rapport podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Casper Mattresses is, is, is an award-winning mattress company that makes the most ridiculously relaxing, supportive mattresses sold directly to the consumers. All right? The new design mattress is delivered directly to your doorstep in a small box, which is, which is really pr- uh, worth the price of a mission. When your mattress comes to your house in a fucking box... And then you take it out of the mattress and then it expands into a regular mattress, not a fucking blow up. First of all, that's crazy enough. Casper Mattresses is available in six sizes and has a 10-year full warranty. It's made and stitched right here in the United States. I sleep on my Casper mattress every fucking night. Casper is so confident in the mattress that it gives you 100 nights. 100 nights of free trial with the mattress. And if you're not happy... Casper will pick the mattress up for free with a full refund. And it'll donate it or recycle the mattress to somebody who really appreciates a great night's sleep or a great nap on a lazy afternoon. Trust me when I tell you, if you're looking to buy a new bed, go to Casper Mattress. All right, when you go to Casper Mattress, put in the promo code Rappaport to save some money on your first purchase. $50 you could save. All right, and this story caught my heart because, uh, you know, I, I'm a dog lover. I have my dog, Wheezy. Uh, Gerald, have you ever owned an animal, a pet? No, I don't, I, you know, I don't fuck with no dogs, bitch. Huh. Why not? <laughs> they nasty. Yeah, you know, I noticed that. In, in Brownsville, where you're from, in, in, in Howard Projects, a lot, I didn't see a lot of dogs. Like, that's nah, not really, nah, that nah. wasn't really so part of the culture of where you grew up, was it? Nah, black people don't fuck with really too much dogs, man. Nah, 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 nah. Your man Mike Vick was killing them shit. They were were fighting. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not going to let you be the spokesperson for all black people to say that black people don't (laughs) fuck with dogs. Okay? Now, I know that in the city in Brooklyn in the 80s and in the 90s, let's just keep it at that. In your neighborhood, motherfuckers didn't have dogs. But you can't speak on every single black person to say, and then you're going to be like, well, how are you supposed to do it? You're white. I- I'm going to speak up on, on every other black person who owns a dog's behalf this time. Okay, and Sean White, I mean, Sean King, you could kiss my fucking ass. 
All right. So you you, you never owned a dog? No, man. They nasty, man. Yo, you know what I don't like? They're nasty. You know Fuck you, man. My dog Wheezy. You you came out to L.A. to the, to hang out. You fell in love with Wheezy. He's great. He's great. But yo, check this. I don't like these motherfuckers. They take a shit. You didn't wipe his ass. You didn't wipe his ass. The motherfucker coming in the crib, sliding on the couch with his ass, skidding shit. <laughs> I, I'm not with none of that. Imagine if I took a shit and sat on your couch without wiping my ass. You animal, you. Yeah. But 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 speaking of dogs, the the reason why I brought up dogs, this this woman in Seattle, she has a little dog, a little like one of them little shit dogs. Now I, I I'm a I'm a guy that wants a dog to be at least fifty pounds, but but she had a little dog. Uh, the dog's name was Waffles, a woman in Seattle, and her dog was stolen. Okay, and they had kids. Six and eleven. So they, they love the dog, right? They 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 love you know the, the kids are attached to the dog and little waffles was 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 stolen and then a woman, a homeless woman apparently took waffles from outside a grocery store while the family Man. was in there. And this this lady, she fucking they found waffles. She this 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 dumb fuck. She dyed little <laughs> waffles all black. Like to try to think that they wouldn't they wouldn't recognize their dog waffles. First of all, I don't think you should be dyeing a, a dog's hair black. But they, they, they found little waffles, and, 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 and the woman got arrested for stealing the, peop, the people's dogs. And, and thankfully, oh. little waffles, you know, uh, you know was, was brought back to the family, and they, 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 they were able to get the, the, the dye out of little waffles' uh, hair, okay? Uh, and, and the dog was able to go back to its natural, uh, you know, light brown, uh, gray sort of coating. And, and the woman's obviously nuts and all shit. But you, you get a wig of please. You can't be stealing motherfuckers' dogs. And fucking with the dog's hair and all that shit. It, it just, it's Whoa. not cool. What? You know, even though G. Monetti, uh, I didn't know you felt that way about dogs, man. I, that's, that's, yeah, man. I never knew that. Yeah, In all the years that I've known you, I never knew that. He, this, this one um, that I wanted to bring up, I, 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 I title this, this, little, uh, this little segment, What Now, Asshole? Because there was a guy in New York City, I don't know if you heard about this, this G. Monetti. He jumped in front of the fucking train in Brooklyn. And the train ran over this dumb fuck. <laughs> and it didn't hit him. So he obviously, he jumped into the tracks. He jumped into that middle part where the train can't hit you. He scraped his fucking head. And this dumb fuck got up. He had a couple of, he had a couple of like scratches on his head and tried to walk out. And the cops were like, not so fast, asshole. Okay, so they, 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 they got him, they put him in the hospital, because obviously this guy was trying to kill himself, or I don't know what the fuck. But, 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 but now that you uh, tried to kill yourself, you tried to jump in front of a train track, and you failed miserably, not only did he, nothing happen, he just, he, could, he walked out. So now I say to you, you dumb fuck you, what now, asshole? So finally, we, we haven't done this in a few weeks, we're going to do, we're getting to the sick fuck of the week. Now, I've heard some crazy shit, you know, pastors and, and religious people have done some, some crazy things. They also do some, some, some very positive things, but they also have done some, some crazy things. But there was a pastor in Brazil. Mm. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, his name is uh, Valdeci Sabrino Pigatino. He's a Brazil, Brazilian pastor, and he was arrested 
after going around telling his conglomerate, his faithful, that in the name of the Holy Spirit, if you secreted sacred milk from his penis, Mm. you would be saved. And I'm giving this guy the sick fuck of the week. This guy is telling people that he has sacred milk at the tip of his penis and that you have to suck it out and drink out the sacred milk, the divine milk of the Holy Spirit. And of course, he had to release it in order to, quote unquote, evangelize. Mm. This fucking guy, you, you are the sick fuck of the week. And he's going to, he got arrested and he's, uh, you know, he, I mean, I, I don't know, I, he, he was making these, these people in, in his church have oral sex with him to get some of that sacred milk. Now, I've been known to say that I have sacred milk. But I never, ever, ever would do it without anybody really understanding what I meant about my sacred milk, my sacred leche. So you, right. my friend, you get the sick fuck of the week. No. Well, what do you mean, no? No. He's a creature of the creator. So what he has and what we have is holy, holy milk. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yo. You are saying that you support this guy for doing what he was doing? He, he was Yo, telling I'm, women in, 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 his, in his church that his sacred milk, and you have to, you have to get it out, essentially suck his loaf to get it, some of this sacred milk. And you're saying, you're, you, you're saying what, G. Moody? Because I'm saying I'm giving this fucking guy the sick fuck of the week. No, I'm saying what he said was true to his reality. It's like, like you... We created by the, cre- the, the creator. So all of our milk and all of our fucking ejaculate mm. is holy. Now, those people, he didn't put a gun to their fucking head no. and, say, and say, get it out. You did it on your own. But that's what it is. Would you say, so, 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 so you're trying to say that you think that this guy's fuck style's buck wild? Or what, what are you saying? Do you, what are you saying? Yo. Interesting. Interesting. So we're, we're seeing things different. I gave him a sick fuck of the week, and you're saying he essentially he deserved, his, he deserved the MVP. Oh wow, wow. We we're we're on. Wow, this is uh this is a first here at the I Am Rapport podcast. This is, this is a first at the I Am Rapport podcast. Uh, that, that that this is happening. The Iron Rapport Podcast is sponsored by the American Giant Clothing Company. AmericanGiant.com. Go on there. Sweatshirts, rough, well-made, comfortable, breathable, warm. In the the winter, you need yourself a nice American Giant zip-up hoodie or a pullover hoodie. American Giant. Go to AmericanGiant.com. Check out the T-shirts, the sweatshirts, the sweatpants. American Giant. All right. This is the Iron Rapport Podcast. We're getting ready to get out of here. Yo. Go to Spotify, look up my name, Michael Rappaport, look at the playlist, it's called Cuff Music. I highly encourage you to check this out. Now, we're not doing this for any fucking money, we're doing this for the love of the love making. Alright? This is loaf music. G. Monetti, yo, the Isley Brothers, Willie Hutch, Bobby Womack, Linda Jones, Billy Paul, Rolls Royce. 
Yo, oh. ooh, Rose Royce. Yo, I, I got a lot of shit on there, G Monetti. I got a lot right. of shit on there. I got Teddy Pendergrass. I got Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Of course, of course, mm. I got. I had to put a little Marvin Gaye in there. One Marvin oh. Gaye joint in there. You sure love to ball. You remember that Marvin oh. joint? You sure love to ball. Pretty little sexy mama. You sure oh, love you to sure ball. You sure love to ball. Mm. Mm-mm. So that I'm putting that out for the people. Me and Joe G Monetti putting that out for the people. And after that, we're putting out my fuck style is Buckwild, where music where you could just go nuts. You could freak yeah. off morning, day, night until the next morning, day, and night. But this right here is for lovemaking. Put it on for your man. Put it on for your woman. Guys, you're gonna love it. Girls, you're gonna really love it. It's some red wine music. Okay, I, we yeah. can even call it red wine music. It's good, good, nice soul. And that's it, G Monetti. I don't know what else to tell you, man. How, how's your how's your uh, your construction project coming on? Oh, everything is coming good, man. I'm just uh, I'm finished. I just need specialists to repoint my bricks. Yo, that's if it. there's some people in New York City that know how to really, really, really fix some shit, yo, me and G Monetti. We want to get his shit fixed up. We're down to fuck with you if you fuck with us. We don't want anything for free from my man G Monetti. But, yo, we're willing to work out some shit. If so, if you're about fixing some shit, because my man G Monetti, he's accomplished incredible things. What are your tools, G Monetti? What have you done in this remodeling project? You have a sledgehammer, right? What else? I started July 18th with a nail clipper, yes? a knife, a fucking miniature sledgehammer, uh, 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 some other shit. And I am done with the demo with those little things. Mm. Yo, a man, so a, essentially out. a man and his nail clipper and his, and his, it's not even a big knife. If you, it's not like a machete. If you saw the knife that G Monet, it's like a, a fucked up steak knife. Is it even a steak yep. knife? It's, 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 it's a steak knife, but it's dull. <laughs> Yo, we need we need to get somebody to come up to the Bronx and give some G Monetti some 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 just some tips. All we need is some tips and some some, some fucking help. He needs some help on how to take this to the next level. Anyway, we're I need, out. This is the I, I rap. need carpenters and 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 a, a brick guy, a mason guy. Okay, yeah, he needs carpenters, a brick guy, and a mason guy. I don't know what the fuck that is. See, I am Rapport Podcast. Yo, and we're out. <laughs>